Hello, everyone, and welcome to Oops, I Dad It Again, a podcast by dads, about dads, but for everyone. My name is Ben, and I'm a dad. Officially a dad. My name is Matt, and I am a dad as well. Congratulations, Ben. Oops, I dadded. You, you did. I'm, I'm a dad. You are officially, I mean, you were always in the club. Yeah. But you are now yeah. officially, officially. But now, like, I can literally wear it like a badge of honor. Wear all the spit up and all the drool. Yeah. <laughs> and all the stains all over my nice clothes now because I have a child who, like, oh. likes to... I got peed on today. Ooh. It was... I mean, you know, I just feel like it's, it's a badge I got a trick. of honor. I got some like tricks for that. Yeah. Well, so we've been, we'll like, into- you know, adjusting to changing diapers and stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's been it's been a wild ride, Matt. It's been it's just been like I don't know, you know, we're dad it's a dad thing. Yeah. Well, I, I am I am thrilled for you guys and I'm excited to hear about it, get into it, share your story. Oh um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, honestly, more than anything, just congrats to you and Shauna. Thank you so much. Yes, uh, I should say at this well all right, we'll kind of get into it, but like, you know, a week and a bit later, he's officially a week and a day old, the little guy, mm-hmm. um, and we are, mom is healthy, baby is healthy, we're just we're just learning what it means to be normal and what that normal looks like again. It's a new normal. The new normal. <laughs> Welcome to your new normal. That's right, that's right. Well, so I guess let's start with you, Matt. How are you? Yeah. I missed an episode. How's everything going? I mean, we're just plugging along. We had a really amazing time, or I had, I should say, a really amazing time uh, talking with Tanner. I'm sorry you missed it. I know. Um, Of course, we scheduled that like months out. I know. And like, you know, babies don't care about schedules. They're just like, I'm going to show up whenever I want to show up and you can deal with it, Dad. Exactly. So, no, um, I mean, I hope everyone else enjoyed the episode with Tanner Yeah. um, as much as I did um, talking to him. Um, but other than that, you know, we're doing well, firmly in the new year. I just, Excellent. you know, for, for some reason I keep seeing people and I'm like, oh, happy new year. And we're like, you know, yeah, it's like a month in February, right. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, we're, we're, we're plugging along. Um, good. No, no, no news is good news. Yeah. In I our love, house, you that's, know, I a hundred percent. No news is good news. Um, well, let me just say, Tanner, I'm so sorry. I missed you. I, I listened to the episode later, obviously, and you sound like a wonderful human being, and I hope everything is well with you and your precious child and your wife and your family. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. We did a little post, because I I knew his wife um, from a work thing. Yeah. And so after the episode wrapped, we uh, they popped on, and I got to meet their son, and it was just it was a lot, a lot of fun. So, so cute! Babies everywhere, man. Babies everywhere. <laughs> everywhere you look, there's a baby, and you can't escape the darn things. They need you to live. Yeah, <laughs> they are very dependent. They are. Ex- they, that's why they're called legally dependents. That's yes, right. Even at that's three right. and one. That's so right. Buckle that's in, right. my friend. Oh yes! Oh, we have firmly buckled. We are Good. we Good. are on we're on the road the metaphorical road at this point. Good. Yes. Yes. Well, I'm excited, and I, yeah. this is going to be a Ben heavy. But I just you know I'm ready to hear your story, hear how it all kind of unfolded, and well, listen, the, there's going to be ups and downs. There's going to be laughter and tears. There's going to be it's just 
buckle up, Matt. Like we sounds got, like a good movie. Oh yeah, I mean this is like the story. This literally the story of a life. So yeah, that's that's very that's, true. That's, that's right. very true. So I kind of made the joke that I was gonna like take notes during the process. Yeah. Um, and I I like started to, but then like it just became. There's just so many things to write down that I filled up an entire like it was just wild. So I abandoned the notes, and I'm just hoping that like I can remember everything. It should um, still be pretty fresh. Yeah, yeah. W- you would say that, Matt. But then when you remember <laughs> the fact that I have a newborn and I've hardly slept yes. like six no. hours over the past six days, yes, that's no, know. <laughs> you know that's that's kind of the thing. So um, let's start with this. Um, we obviously just had a child yes that's like kind of the big step yes. one it ended up being an induction situation okay yeah um and we were called we were supposed to be called in on a friday but we were not it was so busy so busy so busy that we did not end up getting called in until the following day the saturday okay and it wasn't until that evening. So we kind of like were waiting around anxiously all Friday, waiting around anxiously all Saturday until like kind of just before, it was either just before or just after dinner. Honestly, I've already lost track. Um, we got called out to go to the hospital and have the induction started. So um, we get there and we get settled into the room and they start doing the induction process, right? Right. Yep. And so they start giving my wife some of the the meds to kind of start the the contractions and start the dilation and all that stuff, uh, and it, it's a slow, 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 <laughs> slow go like yes. wowzers. Yeah, I mean, you and your wife, your wife was induced twice. Was it so incredibly slow from the start of those meds till the time your babies were born? I mean, the first time, for sure. Yeah, I, you know, I think. They always say like, or I've heard my wife say, you know, the the second time your body knows what to do, yeah, but yeah. like when it's your first, mm-hmm. like, you know, for you and Shauna, it's like, uh, it's like telling your body to do something. It has no idea. Oh my gosh. It's never gone through, you know, know, and, and then top on top of that, it's like, you're chemically trying to trick yeah. your body to do it. Right. So. Right. Well, so I should also, before I get too far into the story, I should say that this being a dad podcast, I'm going to be giving largely the dad perspective. Yeah. Um, my, I will try my best to highlight my wife's experience, but obviously it's completely secondhand. So, you know, she probably remembers things differently, experienced things differently than I did, but that's just, again, dad podcast, dad perspective. Don't, you know, dad, right? Exactly. <laughs> so, um, that started around 6 PM on Saturday. Okay. And then the first medication was the one that that is designated to create the dilation, uh, so get that process started. And then the second medication, which was given roughly 18 to 24 hours later, again, it's a little hazy at this point, is supposed to start like the contractions, right? Mm -hmm. Um, But my wife, because we had been talking, we've mentioned too that my wife experienced a lot of Braxton Hicks contractions and that kind of like was over the course of the last like month and a half of her pregnancy. Sure. Yeah. The first medication, which wasn't really supposed to start contractions, started contractions like hardcore, <laughs> like okay. really super hardcore. It was like the, the almost immediately she was getting really, really intense contractions. Um, but they, they were like, Oh, you know, that's interesting. Like that doesn't usually happen. That's bizarre. <laughs> 
So, you know, she lived with that for, like I said, like 18 hours. And then they started to wean her off that because she had become dilated a little bit. Okay. And wean her onto the Pitocin there, which I learned. I didn't know this. Pitocin is just like synthetic oxytocin. No, oh, I is, didn't know that. Yeah, which is just the hormone. I we probably sound like idiots saying this, but like it's just the hormone that like causes the contractions and it's the bonding hormone, right? Like that's the yeah. whole thing. <laughs> anyway, um, so then they we drew off that, and she was on that, like I said, for however long, and they put her on the 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 pitocin and got the the contractions kind of really going. But ironically enough, because the contractions were so intense with my wife's first medication, I can't remember the name of that one that helps dilate everything, but. Um, they actually, the contraction started to like calm down with the Pitocin. Oh, that's, so it was like, no, it wasn't going backwards, but it just wasn't no. as tense. Yeah, intense. I, yeah. I, she was having like, almost, like, and this is going to sound ridiculous and awful from it, but it's true. She was having like nearly constant, intense contractions with that first medication. Wow. And then, right. And then, I mean, literally when I say <laughs> nearly constant, I mean like there was less than a minute in between them most of the time. Oh, that's like full on labor. Oh my gosh. And yeah, like, that's where I was like, what the heck is happening? My poor wife. So then, like I said, then they put her on the Pitocin and that like, believe it or not, calmed things down, got the more, got the contractions more like regular, Okay. but also like calmed them down. She even kept saying, she's like, I feel like I can sleep. Like mm, this is not compared good. to what it was like this is terrible. So, um, it became from again dad perspective my perspective it became quickly apparent that even though the process was long it became apparent that things weren't going as they may or may not have been expected to go okay and it was in a sense that my wife was was doing all the dilation she needed and all that. And, and she was having these contractions and eventually even her water broke, which obviously okay. is shine of progression. Yep. But the, but the baby wasn't moving down. Like, you know how they say like, Oh, the baby drops, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Like, yep. Mm-hmm. The baby wasn't moving down. Wasn't moving down. Wasn't moving down. Even with all those contractions, even with all the contractions, even with all the, you know, whatever, blah, blah, blah. They were like switching my wife's position and all yeah. this stuff. Yeah baby was not moving down Hmm. okay so then in the process of trying to get the baby to move down as i mentioned they were trying to switch my wife's positions we quickly noticed that the baby's heart rate started to become affected depending on the position that she was in negatively like it started to slow pretty significantly so um the the doctor rushed in, nurses rushed in. I mean, you know, you've probably seen how quickly that can can kind of move and yeah. get that machine going. Yeah. Um, and they actually, so after her water broke, they they put some water back in. I again, I, this is just my basic. I have no idea how this works. <laughs> okay. They put some water back in to try to like give him some space so that his heart rate wouldn't oh. slow because they were thinking okay. that he was just like kind of squeezed in there because of the contractions, because of the lack of water cushioning and all that. Sure. Which which worked, so which was great, obviously, because his heart rate slowed pretty considerably, and they wanted to get it back up, and it did. So that was great. Good. But Good. then after a number of more hours, so we were at least into the 24-hour mark, if not into the 30-hour mark, heading towards, you know, like, the next morning. Yes. It, it like, was not. Yeah. Yeah. It was just not. This The baby was not coming out, quote-unquote, naturally, vaginally, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So 
we had a number of residents come in and continue to do like cervical checks and all this stuff until eventually this head resident came in independent of my wife's doctor who had also been in a number of times. I don't want to make it sound like she wasn't, but she was, um, came in and was like, you know, we just talked to your doctor and we think that given the circumstances that the baby has not really dropped, that your contractions aren't creating any movement for the baby and that the heart rate continues to kind of come and go depending on the position that we get it's, yeah. you know slow and quick and slow and quick and that we are just going to do a c-section and they're like oh. we want to do it now so that it doesn't become an emergency c-section later yeah yeah so of course that's like my that was my wife's biggest fear all along Right. Yeah. yeah. Like she did not want a C-section. And, you know, I kind of I later looking back and I don't even know if I've actually said this to my wife, but I in my own head was like we had all these plans of what we did and didn't want and all, <laughs> you know, the best laid plans. They just go whatever, you know, right, the expression. Right. But like, you know, that went out the window. So at this point, Matt, like I'm exhausted. My wife is absolutely exhausted like She's i don't even pushing for oh my gosh i'm not even now, pushing yeah. but just like contracting you know oh, like okay, she wasn't at a okay. point where she could push because the baby didn't move got it gotcha so so you know like i said i <laughs> me calling myself exhausted is one thing my wife was just like done you know like oh, she sure. she'd been like dealing with it and dealing with it and dealing with it and dealing with it for however many hours at that point so now we're both just like emotional wrecks because like we're both exhausted she's having a horrible time. We're worried about the baby's heart rate. We're worried about my wife. We're obviously worried about the baby generally. And I just, you know, that help any dad who's ever been in that position has just that utterly helpless feeling. Right. right. So at that point, um, it was about three 42 AM. I remember that specifically because I had just texted my mother <laughs> oh, that okay. we are going, we are going into a C-section Three forty-two AM. Okay. Also shout out to my mother-in-law who was, like there all night with us. Oh my gosh. Oh my oh, gosh. Wow. Like, cause we were such emotional wrecks at that point that she was like that rock. So that's, good. she listens to all of our episodes. Shout out. Yeah. You're amazing. Thank you so much. We, I love you. We love you. The baby loves you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, she was there and you know, they, she's like patting me on the back, trying to calm me down, yep. trying to console my wife at the same time. Again, she was the rock. She was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my wife, they finally come in and get her. They they kind of give her some of the you know the painkiller meds and all that. She already had an epidural at that point. I skipped okay. that part, okay. but they they up that and get that her ready to go. Yeah. So they they take her to the OR. They make me change into scrubs, and they're like, "Okay, Dad, you know, like we're gonna have you wait outside until we're fully prepped. Then we're gonna get yep. you in and yep. have you sit next to your wife." So again, that was around three forty two that all that happened. They got me into the room by. 350 because Sean oh had already kind of gone in there and <laughs> okay. then uh we heard crying by 354 oh my goodness like you know <laughs> it was it was wild it was wow. such a blur of like events yeah and efficiency and just like you know i i will never not be amazed at how quickly that whole process came together when they realized yes you know this is just what's going to have to happen right so wow you know in <laughs> In the exhaustion of 4 a.m., in the horrified nerves of what's happening to my wife, what's happening to my child, mm-hmm. me being emotional wreck as it is, I, you know, I'm in there and I'm trying to like look at my wife and I'm trying to see the baby and, and I overhear the, the, 
the OBGYN say, oh my gosh, well, that explains a lot. And so she's like talking to the other doctor and he's like, look at how short his umbilical cord is. What? So again, (laughs) I had no reference for these things, but apparently our son had an umbilical cord that was less than 20 centimeters, which apparently is exceptionally short and was, and was preventing him from From moving moving downward. Exactly. Because my wife had an anterior and like upward kind of like up towards her chest placenta in her. In sure. Her, um, yeah. So he he just was not able to shift down. And so that's why. That's why. Yeah. So, wow. it, you know, but like I said, he came out. He was immediately crying. And then my wife later asked me, she's like, what do you what do you really remember from that? whole?" I'm like. Uh, I remember being horrified. I remember crying my eyes out for like 30 minutes leading up to it and probably the five minutes waiting in the, in the area that before they let me in. Yeah. And then, and then I remember looking at you and you being like, you know, kind of out of it because of the meds and all that. Yeah. And then I remember, and baby, baby, baby Ben, I love you so much. But like, I remember looking at him for the first time because I showed him like over the curtain Oh my gosh. and him just looking like this, like white and bloody like like i called him an orc he looked yeah. like an orc to me i was like oh my gosh i love you you're beautiful but you yeah. are horrifying looking right now yeah yep. so you know uh so there's there's kind of the story of how that all went wow. i mean you know it, that's it was scary it was a lot it was intense but you know they the baby was safe we got him yeah. out my wife is now safe we got right, her right. put back together literally and metaphorically <laughs> and like wowzers and then suddenly we just had a baby he was yeah. there and he was crying wow. and making noise and yep. yelling and screaming which is good so uh, yeah i don't know wow. that was that, i mean and then so yeah go it, ahead go I, ahead. I don't even know it, it it was a moment of just like complete like I was so overwhelmed that I could not form a coherent thought. And then when I heard him start crying, I immediately was like, there he is. Like that's him. You know, it was just a moment of, it was like, it was like a revelation. Like he's here. He's with us. He's, he's, he's safe. We can hear him. It's, I mean, it's all kind of surreal, right? Oh my gosh. Like an out of body experience almost. Kind of. And like looking back on it too, like I, this is going to sound ridiculous. I don't see it happening from my perspective. You see it like third person, right? Kind of like almost like a movie, like I'm watching a movie. Yeah. 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 It's very, it's very bizarre. And again, that's probably like the stress, the exhaustion and all that. But like, yeah, I do not, I do not, you know how you have memories and you see things from your own eyes. I do not see that from my own eyes. You know, I think it's, it's not overwhelming in a bad way but it's just so like there's so much going on and i think you're also so like you're so present yeah. in that like there's no distractions like yeah. none right no and so it's just it's a no and, no distractions world, besides the stress well, <laughs> well right but like if you think about like just our day-to-day there are so many different distractions oh, yeah. when you're oh, walking yeah. even in your house you know yeah 100%. but like when you're in that moment there is literally no yeah. No distractions. It's kind yeah. of, I mean, it's a rare moment. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Like, 
and you know a lot of people talked about having like that just like it was such a beautiful experience and and i'm gonna be honest like beautiful is not the word i would use to describe it but i don't necessarily mean to say that it was like a negative experience though to a degree at the moment it kind of was like i was so scared so afraid and i know shauna was the same but like now looking back on it like i said not only do i see it as a movie but i see it as just this like earth-shaking moment like holy crap this was it this was it yeah i don't i mean both of our kids were delivered vaginally and yeah you know i would not describe it as a beauty i mean it is beautiful in in one sense but i the the actual the whole process around that i don't Mm -hmm. think birth is is beautiful the outcome is definitely beautiful um but yeah it's a they call it labor for a reason, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just yeah. it's it's real. It's it's human. <laughs> I, I don't yeah. know, I, but it's not. I don't no, know. The process know. is not beautiful. I, I don't think. I don't yeah. Know no. So that. it it was, it was a moment, and certainly yeah. one that I will I will never forget. That yep. that I can yep. agree <laughs> with all the sentiments that I've ever heard before on that. <laughs> like, holy crap! That was yep. it was wild. Well, I remember Dr. Dan when we had him on and we and you had expressed your your hopes for, you know, a vaginal birth and yeah, yeah. no C section. And I just right. remember him and I don't think I'll quote exactly, but basically just being like, No matter what, the doctors are there to make sure that the baby is safe. Baby and, and is, mom are both safe. Exactly. Right. And it sounds like you had I mean we are at the same hospitals, you guys. So I know oh, for yeah. a fact that you have great medical care there. They're oh, always yeah. looking out for Shauna and the baby, and, 100%. and they wouldn't have, they would not have suggested this if this wasn't. And the yeah, and I'll, I'll get path. I'll get back to the doctor in a second because, like, she did a. I mean, obviously, she does it all the time. She's a doctor. This is what she does. But like, she did a phenomenal job. Like, oh my gosh, yeah. she was consoling me while consoling my wife while like <laughs> doing the procedure. I, I don't even know what like it's amazing i've never seen anyone do their job so efficiently and so well and still being so human and considering of our feelings and what we're going mm-hmm. through like mm-hmm. it, it was just absolutely incredible but quick sidebar actually before i forget dr yeah. dan shout out to dr dan congratulations he literally just passed like his oral exams for his thing so he's like officially yeah he's like he's like legit fully certified good to go he's not, yeah no so shout out to him anyway congratulations so, dr dan Woo. yeah thank you dr dan um but yeah so so then I guess I guess we can get into like some of the postpartum stuff. Yeah. So, uh, well, let's start with this. So the baby, um, the obviously immediately immediately whisk him away to do all the tests and make sure yep. that everything's functioning properly. He's okay, yep. safe, good, and he does. He passed the. I don't remember the name. You remember the name of the test? It's like out of town. Shoot, my wife's gonna be upset. Shauna's gonna be upset with me. Um, anyway, you didn't write this down then. It's so I didn't. I know. Gosh, I know. So the, the score people will know what I'm talking about if you've had a kid because every child who's born has this, and you'll probably know what I'm talking about too. Um, they do a test just to make sure that like the baby is healthy, safe, and functioning, right? Yes. And yep. it's out of ten, and they say that like literally no, very, very few to none, no babies get a perfect ten. Our baby had an eight the first time and a nine the second time. So like, yeah, he was knocking it out of the park. He was doing great. Um, The one thing that they could knock him on was that his temperature was low. Mm. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and as a result, 
he, uh, in an effort to maintain his temperature, again, this is where it gets a little bit into the weeds and I, I know science, but I'm not like an expert in this. Um, he was using all of his, he was using his blood glucose to like increase his body temperature. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So because of the concerns of the temperature, they had to monitor his glucose very closely. Sure. Um, and so like we had to be really persistent with like feedings and things and that sort of stuff just to kind of keep that blood glucose up. Uh, and they had, they came in for a few tests and it was low a couple times, high a couple times. They gave him like the glucose gel stuff to kind of get yeah. it going. Yeah. But eventually like he kicked that and that was all good. 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 Um, yeah. And then, um, but boy, you know what else I'll say is that like we had a heck of a time. We still are having a heck of a time that we've gotten a lot better feeding that child oh yeah yeah like dang shauna was really dedicated to the idea of breastfeeding well Mm -hmm. and jen has expressed this too it's hard like really hard like mom's never done it before baby's certainly never done it before and so like one it's like the blind leading the blind right like you're trying to teach each other how to make it work and it yep yep it's just messy that's exactly how jen describes it it's like this archaic thing yeah. where they they need to do it to survive but yeah. nobody knows how to do it right <laughs> at, right you know to start and it's just like it's very i think it can be frustrating frankly. yeah oh my gosh yeah. well and so you know a little peek behind the curtain we're still having trouble with it but we've we've kind of shauna's producing enough milk and that's all fine we're just kind of using it in like a bottle because i think we've kind of given up a little bit on actually breastfeeding oh okay yeah. not fully because she's still trying and he does it every now and then but anyway that's not important but because of that we were really having trouble keeping his glucose levels up because oh, he sure, wasn't yeah. latching he, he wasn't, wasn't feeding yeah. he wasn't his biggest issue was that he wasn't like sucking he was like falling asleep every stinking time that we tried <laughs> to put him on you know he would just fall asleep yeah. and wouldn't suck so it's like buddy wake up um so then that was a whole saga for a couple of days. And then it was finally time. I'm sure I'm skipping a lot of things. That's Gosh, okay. now that I'm like thinking about this, I'm just kind of hitting the highlights at this point. Yeah. And, if, and yeah. if you, you know, um, it was finally time for us to consider going home. They gave us uh, at least two days, two overnights in the hospital. And then because Shauna was a C-section, we could do a third as necessary. Sure. Well, they weren't going to keep us because everything was going so well until uh, I went to lunch on the third day to get it from the cafeteria, <laughs> right? Food. And I was going to bring Shauna back some stuff. And I yep. came back and Shauna's color had completely gone away. She was pale as a ghost. Uh-huh. She was feeling woozy, had a headache. And I was like, oh, crap, this does not, this does not look good. So they, <laughs> they come in, the doctors come in, nurses come in, and they check her blood pressure. Well, sure enough, her blood pressure was like through the roof. Yeah. Like, I don't even remember the numbers, but they, all the doctors were like, oh, this is, <laughs> this is not great. So yeah. then they, they waited a few moments and they took it again. Same result. And so they were like, okay, you have pre- preeclampsia, yep. which yep. I don't really know what it is, but one of the main signs is like, you know, you got crazy high blood pressure, all the things that my wife was experiencing, crazy high yep. blood pressure, feeling not na- uh, dizzy, headaches, that kind of thing. And so, um, apparently like preeclampsia can lead to like seizures and all sorts of like really, really yeah, bad, horrible bad. things. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, um, 
they put her on the magnesium IV for 24 hours. So we had to stay another day. Yep. All right. Um, so we did, obviously. And, you know, luckily for Shauna, I've heard ho- she and I have both heard horror stories about how magnesium affects people in negative ways, makes them feel sick, makes them feel whatever. For the most part, Shauna handled it very well. That's so good. That, yeah. I mean, That's she, really good. if it had to happen, it happened in for her the best way possible. Good. Um, but yeah, she just, you know, just one more thing adding to the, the chaos of all of this stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah. So the next day it was about maybe two, three o'clock. They come in and they're taking her blood pressure cause I got to monitor afterwards, make sure that everything's good. Um, and then eventually they're like, okay, you can go home. Yay. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Like we can go, go home. home. Um, so before I get any further into the story, I want to share a few positive reflections because I think sure. that's important. I've shared a lot yes. of potentially negative stuff. <laughs> so um, the first is every single person that we met at that hospital, though they probably got sick of us buzzing the, them a million times, the nurses, um, they were completely amazing and phenomenal people. Like, holy crap. That's great. Like, to that's a great. T- like every, how do I you... I mean, I remember the same things. So. Yeah, like, but I'm just, you know, Every, everybody has a job, right? And everybody at that job knows that one person who's like not really that good at their job. Yeah. And yeah. like doesn't do it. That, uh, every single one of them was amazing. I don't think it exists in the maternity ward. There. Like how, but like, how does that, that's incredible. Like how does yeah, that even just from an organizational <clears throat> standpoint, like every single person was phenomenal. So yeah. you nurses, doctors, maternity people, you're all incredible, amazing people. Thank you. You're, you're wonderful. Yeah. Um, the second thing I want to share, and I kind of have to rub in your face a little bit. <laughs> um, when you and your wife had your two kiddos, it was like the COVID and post-COVID world, immediate post-COVID yep. world. Yep. Um, they didn't have the breakfast buffet. Yeah, I know. You were talking to me about that when you were there. <laughs> oh, my gosh, Matt. They like had this whole big breakfast buffet, and it was absolutely incredible every single morning we got like this little ticket to go down to the breakfast buffet and we could get like bacon and oh my gosh like pancakes and waffles and just anything we would ever really need um but it was like every oh my gosh yeah you missed out bud i'm sorry it's okay and it is a it was a very pre-covid thing and a very post-covid thing but the funny thing about this it was actually kind of cute because obviously the moms are in the rooms with the babies, right? Right, right. So this this breakfast buffet became like this all dads congregation <laughs> of like new dads and all this stuff. And so it, it was this, you know, I, you know me, I'm not an especially social person, but gosh, it was just kind of funny. Like we were all kind of like talking to each other, like how's everybody doing and all this yeah. stuff. It was so it was it's cute. like a little club, right? Yeah, it was. It was Dad really club. something else. It was really something else. And I met this one guy who kind of like you know you he had his kiddo before COVID. He had he was on number four. Oh my god! He had his first kiddo before COVID, and then two during COVID. And he's like, yeah, we had to come back one more time to get this breakfast buffet. <laughs> So I was like, oh my gosh. But That's yeah, no. So funny. Yeah, it really was. It was cute. It was like this silly little, like, just all the dads kind That's of so in the room. Funny. Yeah, it was That's, funny. That's so, great. I mean, I remember going down when we were there and they just had like prepackaged stuff. I think I grubhubbed food. I just, I just started ordering food to the hospital. 
Yeah. And I would go down and get it because there wasn't really anything in the cafeteria. Yeah. So. No, I, yeah. The breakfast buffet was clutch. Cause then I could like, <laughs> I kind of like smuggled a couple of the closed cereal things and, yeah. and did all that. So that was pretty good. Um, but yeah, it was, it was great. It was great. So that was another really kind of like positive thing. That's good. Did uh, Shauna yeah. get one of those really fancy water bottles? Oh yeah. We actually ended up getting two of them. I don't know why oh. we ended up getting two. So like I got one and she got one. Maybe oh. they just felt so bad for us for like being there for so long. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, uh, they gave us a second one. People love those apparently. Oh yeah. Well, that's what the nurse said. She's like, yeah, one of our like mother's the other day was like, oh, this is like, you know, brag swag or something. It's like, oh, we, you know, we birthed yeah. at this hospital. I was like, really? The, the, it's a, it's a water bottle about a hospital. It's like those Stanley bottles, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh my gosh, don't even get me started on those silly Stanley bottles. The Stanley cups, as I call them, everybody's one hockey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's, it's just been, it's been well read. So then I'll, I'll kind of, Gosh, I know this is just a very me heavy episode. I apologize, listener. No, I apologize. Okay. Um, so I'll I'll finish I'll finish by saying a couple things because there's there is a little bit more to tell. So we obviously when you leave the hospital you have to have a, uh, an appointment scheduled with your pediatrician for the very next day. Yep. So yep. we went to that, and the pediatrician was immediately like, "Oh no, he <laughs> looks jaundice." Oh no. <laughs> Sorry, so like, the way you said it. No, I know, <laughs> I know. And so we're like, oh, okay, what does that... So like, we got to go get a blood test. So mm, yep. we take the baby, you know, like this three... At that point, like four-day-old baby, and we go get his blood drawn, which is a whole thing, because babies don't like being poked. That's not no, fun. No, they do not. Um, And so we we did that, and then sure enough, that night... We get a phone call. Yep, you have to go to the hospital so that he can sit under the tanning lights to bring down his bilirubin levels. Yep. So we're like, oh my gosh, we were just there for how many days? And now this is like literally, this is like almost, we're knocking on a week later. Yep. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be like five days later, six days. Yeah. So, <clears throat> so we all pack back up. We drive back to the hospital. We walk into the special nursery care, special care nursery unit, whatever you want to call it. Yep. And we get him under the lights and the nurses and doctors are like, yeah, you'll probably be here, you know, like another two days. And I'm like, oh, my Oof. gosh. <laughs> like, and keep, and keep in mind kind of a theme in our podcast here is that like my time away from work is very much ticking at this point. Oh, Ben, do I have a follow up question for you on this? Oh, but gosh. I'll wait. I'll wait. Oh, well, I'll wait. all right. I'll just finish this up. So yeah. the good news that came out of this situation is that the baby responded extremely quickly to the light therapy. Oh, good. Yeah. And so, like, good. obviously, we had gotten there the evening. So they did it overnight. I couldn't stay, actually, unrelated. Oh, well, yeah. sort of related. Yeah. I couldn't stay because it's the special care nursery, so only one parent's allowed to stay overnight. So yep. Shauna obviously stayed because she's the source of food. Um, but she... Um, the baby, his numbers came down so quickly and we were so thankful for that. They actually let us go home the next day and oh, we good. have been home ever since. The first night was absolutely terrible. Here's just like uh, the highlights. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like he was just up all night, literally all night and screaming for most of it. I felt horrible and it was terrible. Um, but then the second night was probably the best night we've had so far, actually, probably because he was so tired from screaming the whole night before. And then we've sort of met our middle, our middle now your new here. normal yeah our no, new normal kidding. now here well we're we are getting there but it's just you know we we're home 
Yeah. We're happy. We're healthy. We have a beautiful baby boy. And again, to kind of circle back to my wife's doctors, they did a phenomenal job because my wife is already like after a C-section, like up moving around and doing things. Oh, that's great. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, you know, you expect a few days for that to kind of come down, but like really it's just, it's, she's doing great. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So again, I have absolutely forgotten details along the way, and I'm sure my wife's gonna be like, well, "How did you not mention, you know, X, Y, or Z?" Like, oh my gosh, because I'm I'm not sleeping, and I'm... so I apologize, Shauna. You can yell at me, and I'll bring it up for the next episode. I mean, I remember the special care nursery. Our daughter was in there. Yeah. Um, actually, from when she was born, they took her, and she had to be in there. She had some fluid in her lungs and stuff, mm. and so they're monitoring her. But also yeah. went through the uh, light therapy and our son yeah. did too. So, I mean, it's, yeah, it, it's, I think in that moment, it's just like one more thing, but yeah. I think overall it's, it's really kind of a minor thing. It, it feels like a lot of, you know, a lot of children, newborns need to have that type for of sure. light therapy. So. And you know, um, in my experience, neither, well, I shouldn't say that. I don't know that for sure. To my knowledge, neither of my sister's kiddos had to go there, but almost all oh, of my good. brother's four had to. So, oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, unfortunately it sounds like it runs in my family. So that's, yeah. that's a good thing. Well, Ben, congrats. I Thank mean, you. I know it was a journey, but I think, you yeah. know, it's, it's a journey no matter what. You just had a couple of extra stops along the way yeah it just i kind of looking back on it i joked with with sean i was like this seemed like a murphy's law pregnancy like everything that could have gone wrong did yeah well but we come out of it with a happy healthy baby and a happy healthy mother so that's the thing that didn't go wrong which is exactly and i think you know you'll you guys are already probably getting there but the more days at home and the better rhythm you all get into Mm -hmm. everything will just continue to get a little bit easier. Yeah. I don't want to say it's ever easy. No, uh, because it's no, not. No. But well, we're we're <laughs> we're starting to see upward trends. So like things are making good. good. Things are getting easier. We're getting into a routine a little bit. You know, obviously baby dictates when we do what in terms of feedings and that kind of stuff. Sure. But sure. you know, we're getting there. Um. You know, I mean, you, you were talking a little bit about how you were going to go about feeding. Yeah the baby and stuff. And yeah. we ended up being formula. Uh, we had both of our kids were on formula and there are, I think some positives, I think for us, we found that, you know, we were able to put each of both of the kids on a really pretty regimented schedule in terms of mm-hmm. when they ate mm-hmm. and how we knew exactly how much they were eating when mm-hmm. they were eating. And then mm-hmm. ultimately when they were sleeping. And so that for us, we were able to get both of our kids, um, you know, on a pretty good sleep schedule pretty, yeah. pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, how, however you decide to do it, it's fine. But I think sure. for us, it was nice to know exactly how much they were eating. So it's like, you shouldn't be hungry. Right, <laughs> I mean, right. Like, what's, that's not what's going on the case, here? But um, <laughs> it helps eliminate, like, one of the many f- things that could be wrong. <laughs> sure, right. <laughs> I guess. 100%. that makes sense. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, I mean, that sounds like you guys are doing great. Yeah, he's a, a very regular boy. He's peeing and pooping. All, That's you know, great. All over the place. Not literally all over the place, but all the time. But yeah. So here's a trick. Okay, yeah. Actually, Jen more or less kind of helped me learn and understand, but sure. to, to not get peed on, mm. um, you can either like take a wipe and rub their belly, 
right before you change them because oh. like the cold will like make them clench and ultimately oh. pee. Or you can like open the diaper and then close it really quick. Yeah. Because like the cold air will do essentially the same thing. Oh. I think a lot of the times it's like when the cold air is or they are exposed to cold air is when that they pee. Yeah. So if okay. you open it, and then close it quickly yeah they'll you'll they'll probably pee then into the diaper and not onto you no that's so. fair well all right so hold on i have to clarify because <laughs> technically i got peed on while he was wearing a diaper he like managed uh, to yeah escape oh, the diaper yeah well that no, i can't knock on with <laughs> yeah no well <laughs> Sorry, we've come man. up with some we've come up with some tricks to, to kind of alleviate that issue but yeah no knock on wood i mean it's gonna happen but i have not been peed on yet during a changing process okay well yeah I assumed it was a change. But no, I should have been tricks, more specific. Those tricks will help you not get peed on when you are changing. Yeah, yeah. fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. Oh, I want to say one more thing before I forget too, because I always forget yeah. about this. For the record, the the remaining umbilical cord around the belly button. Oh yeah, that just freaks me out. I just want to throw weird. that out there. It's oh, weird. Like obviously we've all done it because we're all humans, but like it's weird. It's kind of gross. It's just like a gross little thing. Anyway, yeah. that's enough. that's my PSA. It's gross. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because we were. So, you know, obviously you told us kind of pieces of this story and we knew yeah. like your time, like when all these things were happening, like yeah. in live time. Yeah. Um, but so a couple nights ago, Jen and I, we were going through all of old, the old videos of our, both of our kids and sure. seeing like the progression from when they were born and all, all mm. these things that mm. I remember I saw a video pretty early on and I was like, oh, uh, their umbilical cord had fallen off already. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like but it's just like it's still like yeah. stuck in my brain like i might cannot like yeah it, can't get over how it's thing. yeah 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 very weird thing Super so weird. it only weird. takes a couple weeks you'll be okay i know it's and it's like on it <clears throat> it's last threads at this point but like dang it's weird it is and i think i always struggled with like i could just like pop it off but you can't know, you have I, to let yeah, it do no, it itself it, right it's got to dry out and fall off it's like a scab can't pick a should, yeah, shouldn't yeah. pick a scab right, right. Yeah. Well, congrats, Ben. Thank you. You said We're you had some questions. Back. Do you have questions? Oh. Do you forget yeah. them? No. Okay. It's really just one question so oh. far. Okay. Well, I'm curious. So you, I know leading up, you were always very kind and very nice about how much time you would be afforded aw away from work. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I know you're going to be going back in a couple days. Yeah. <laughs> Do you wish you had more time? I mean, yes. No, I, I absolutely do. Um, yeah, you know, it, it's it's funny because it's going to be nice to feel a little normal and go back to work. Sure. But it makes me sad that I can't. Be I can't be home, you know, like I'll be home in the evenings and all that. Blah, blah. But like, yeah, no, I wish. Even I feel a little bit robbed of the time that I even did have because we spent so much time in the hospital. And so I feel like had I had maybe two full weeks or close to it at home. Yeah. I probably would feel okay about going back next week. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I, I am. I do feel a little sad about going back very soon. I'll, I'll check in on you next week when we, you know, oh, yeah. record. Yeah, you think Let's I sound see. tired now and I'm going back and still not getting any sleep? Like, I'm just going to be like, hello, everybody, and welcome to Oops, I Dad It Again. 
Well, I think that's the, th- that's the thing, right? It's, uh, you know, now it's, you're in your little baby bubble with mm-hmm. Shauna mm-hmm. and the kiddo and mm-hmm. you don't have to leave the house and right. work a full right. day right? and then do all of these other things and not sleep. Um, right. But you're going to go back to work. You're going to work. You're yep. going to come home and yep. you're going to be a dad and then yep. you're not going to sleep. <laughs> I mean, this is just life now, right? Like I just yeah. got to get used yeah. to it. So might as well just push through it, huh? It doesn't. You know, I, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. I think, like I said, scheduling for us was important. Mm-hmm. Um, and just getting them into a routine and being mm-hmm. pretty strict mm-hmm. in a good way on, on when they slept and how long, especially on naps and stuff. Sure. And then the overnight, like once their their little bodies figure out that, uh, you know, that night nighttime is night. is nighttime, right. <laughs> and exactly. that's when you sleep. Yeah. Um, you know, you'll be fine and they'll, they'll, this, the, they will sleep longer and the stretches will get better and then you yep. will sleep. And yep. I know it's just Gosh, a very short amount know. of time. You know, I, I'm like almost convinced that if he had his nights and days figured out, he could probably sleep through the night right now. We've had to wake him up every single time that he needs to eat Yeah. during the day. Yeah. Like if we just let him sleep, I don't know how long he'd sleep for. Like it's been incredible, but yeah. Yeah, I know. I mean, and I think early on too, you're just like, oh my gosh, if, you know, if, if they're sleeping, I should sleep too. And, but mm-hmm. it's, you know, you're going to want to start to get that little body flipped and get their sense of day and night. <laughs> yeah. You're corrected. right. You're right. Um, We've been like trying to keep them. We managed to keep them up for like a full hour and a half today. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Day. Yeah. It was huge. Yeah. Cause like this is a little sleepy boy. And they also said that like, it's all part of the jaundice situation too. Like he's still coming down a little bit from that and that can make him sure. sleepy. Sure. So yeah, we're just, we're fighting, fighting on all fronts here. Yeah. No, keep, you know, when it's, it's not sunny here, but yeah. if there is sun, you know, <laughs> get him by the window. Oh yeah. We have them. <laughs> Every time there is, we put them out front. So. Oh, yeah. Good. Well, oh, I'm glad yeah. you are all doing well. I'm glad you're all home. Yes. Me too. Thank you. you know, and just yes. we're we're dying to meet the little guy. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Well, he'll once once we get into a groove, we'll have people over. We'll. Oh, I know. Later no on, rush, hopefully, no bring him out. But we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I will. Uh, I'll just do a little plug, and I'll put the. I can put the link into the the description for this episode but we did put together the meal train for you i hope that's been yes. helpful it um has been tremendously helpful but if any it's of our great. listeners want to help out help you guys out um i know you'd appreciate it so we'll put the link in the bio or the description and uh you can sign up for a meal or gift cards or ap- apparently people have just been dropping off dropping by with stuff too so oh, yeah. whatever whatever yes. works and i know and, you guys appreciate it and i should say like Thank you, everybody. Like that has yeah. been that has been that has been amazing. It's been clutch. It's been really, really nice to know that like, oh Good. my gosh, we have food coming and we don't have to cook it ourselves. Yep. So thank you. Yep. I I can't express words cannot properly express how grateful I am. So thank you very much, everyone. Good. Good, good. Yeah. So do you have a dad joke for us? I yeah. was gonna ask if you had one, but my mm. my Guess is probably not, considering I, you've been so busy. Well, my only thing is I've just been not sleeping, so I don't think I could create a coherent joke even if I tried. I got one for you. Okay, what do you got? All right. Where do surfers learn to surf? 
I don't know. At boarding school. At boarding school. Yeah, because it's a surfboard. Love it. Well, I want to send a quick thank you to Jordan Kazen for our wonderful logo. Thank you, Jordan. And I want to say thanks to Zach for the music. Thank you, Zach. And this has been Oops, I Dad It Again. I'm Ben. And I'm Matt. And until next time, don't Don't tell tell mom. mom.